there next week. Oh, that's awesome. Hi, Claudia. Yeah. Hey, Claudia. And she's Hola. connected to audio now. Welcome. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, who is disconnected from audio? Well, it takes a second to connect to audio. You can. Yeah, I have to actually like push it. Yeah. Yeah, it says you want to connect to audio, and I say, I guess. I guess I'll talk on this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of a requirement with podcasts that you talk on them. You know, we should do an experiment where we just sit there silently for an hour. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm sure there would be much benefit to that experiment. Um, I, would, I, think people would like, I think people would start listening. It would probably be way more listenable than what this show will be. Yeah, what it is now. Oh, fuck yeah. you. Fuck you. <laughs> There's some... I, I looked up the song. Somebody was talking about this song, and, it, and it's a really famous song. And it's three minutes and 44 seconds long. It's called three minutes and 44 seconds. And it's just a guy sitting at a piano, not making any noise. How do you know he's there? Well, because there's a video of it. And like the, I guess the song is like whatever noises are in the background. That, that sounds a little different. Speaking of things that are a little different. Yeah. Welcome to Claudia. She's a little different. She's pretty weird. What? No, I thought thought we do things a little differently around here, Ryan. Oh yeah, we do things a little bit differently around. I thought that was rude that you were calling Claudia weird. By the no, way. I wasn't yeah. calling Claudia. No, I that's not what I was saying. Hey, Claudia, around here we do things a little bit differently. How about you introduce yourself? I was I was trying to set up Ryan. Um, I'm Claudia. I do comedy. I sing. I podcast myself. I have a dog. And I used to live in Los Angeles, and now I don't. <laughs> is that a Bud Light Margarita? Whoa. Whoa, that's such a good guess. Um, <laughs> I- <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell just by the, uh, just by the logo on it. it R- Ryan is a recovering alcoholic. He can just, he knows all... <laughs> All forms of booze. When I was originally looking for this sublease and other stuff, what I posted in the like Austin looking for subleases, whatever group. Yeah. Uh, sure. Motherfuck. Wait, fuck. I do it. Where was it? No, where was it? Oh, there it is. Right. Um, Motherfucker, goddamn it. <laughs> that should be the new name of the podcast oh there we go this little teddy bear and of course like three out of three photos had charles in it and one of them had me carrying charles so there was that the, the, this little teddy bear and i am moving to austin for a while from you know where 11 out of 10 good boy but a horn dog so not suited for a two-dog household in fact we probably need to live alone because I podcast and sing frequently and may or may not occasionally say it at night on gas station malt liquor after telling wow. stand-up jokes in some alleyway. Enjoying this podcast. So. Yeah. Sign Don't me worry, up. I do real work in tech, too. <laughs> uh, that, that's the, then there was just more, like, logistics on, like, pricing and stuff after that, but... Not to brag, but it probably so got more put likes out than that, you put out that the, like, ad? posts in the last couple months. <laughs> you put out that ad uh, 
So you put out this ad uh, for people to, to find apartments for you. Or like if they're subleasing like, stuff, which is I how I found your, a place. I want to rent your house. Oh God, Ryan. When you answer, Ryan, when you ask a question, you got to stop to let the other person answer. He's like, nah, I have a better answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me answer my own question. <laughs> So it's like a like a Craigslist type like subleasing. It's, it's like you know those groups on Facebook where people oh it's like okay rents and that's how I found this sublease that I'm in right now. Like you know yeah yeah. Um, like- I mean honestly, like probably what got most people's attention is just that the fact that like my LA budget. I was like, ooh, I'd be I'd be so thrilled to get an apartment at this price. They're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, we have something like that. <laughs> Choose your size apartment. It's only like two fifty a month. <laughs> but I I love because like when when California people post some I've noticed when people they post something like oh I'm trying to find something this this and this for like my budget's like seven hundred eight hundred a month like people get pissed off like someone posted like. Actually, it's like a rule in Texas that if you come from California and you can afford this shit, like you have to pay at least a thousand a month for rent. Really? Well, like that's they're, they're just pissed off that we're driving up the rent. That's why I'm oh. like, well, I was surprised on the whole drive through Texas. I was actually surprised at how slow these motherfuckers drive because, like, yeah. <laughs> The whole time the posted speed limit was like 75 and like most of them were going like 60. Like I was passing everyone. But I have, I have noticed when I'm in the South, like I've been to Georgia and Alabama before. It seems like everything they do is like so slow. Like like a subway takes twice as much time in the middle in the South than it does in like up north. <laughs> right. Subway sandwich shop. Uh, Subway sandwich shop up there in Chicago. We get your sandwich out in five minutes. <laughs> but then in Austin, like, these motherfuckers have been such dicks about, like, letting me get into the lane and shit like that. And I'm used to, like, having to fight my way in Los Angeles, obviously. But, like, yeah. like damn. And I get it. It's, like, California license plates. But I was expecting... This is the thing. I'm, like, I was expecting... Like I've seen, I saw way more Texas license plates in Los Angeles than I, I haven't, I still have yet to see a single other California license plate here. Yeah. And so I stick out like a sore fucking thumb. Okay. Well, we'll let's start this whole thing over again. Can I get cut out? What happened? Um, we're going to start the podcast over. Starting the whole thing over again? <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Rem- no, remember we're not what you start, said, Claudia. We're not really starting over. Um. Claudia, um, can you uh, turn your camera off? Because it helps with audio quality. I guess Ryan got booted out for the camera. Did he? <laughs> yeah, there we go. yeah. No, I, I here. Here's why my my I got booted out. Well, I was in the parking lot of the of the studio, uh, which is in public's <laughs> parking lot, and my phone connected to the public's Wi-Fi automatically. And then it, <laughs> It wasn't strong enough to support the Zoom call, so it uh, cut, cut me Ryan, off. the cable viewer, invests $1,500 into fucking Dogecoin, <laughs> but can't invest yeah. for, in Wi-Fi for a podcast he does regularly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I invested uh, 
1500 in Doge in December when it was a third of a cent. Now it's like eight cents. So that's like 30 times as <laughs> much almost. So it would have mm-hmm. made like $50,000 almost or something like that. Something right. crazy. I, I, so, yeah. I, I was curious why this so podcast was, was going so smoothly there for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> oh, you didn't mean when I was gone? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it like. Yeah, I was, was going smoothly because Ryan wasn't interrupting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't okay. ask a question, then proceed to, to talk over your answer. <laughs> okay, so well, where we left off, I was like, there was like an ad that you had where you said, I'm a bad, I'm a, you shouldn't rent from me. I, I have a dog that shits everywhere. I didn't party. say don't rent from me. <laughs> I just said I probably am not suited for roommates, and and people thought it was endearing. Oh, so they, so you My don't share. have a roommate? Do you have a roommate? No. Oh, so you're just renting from somebody, but people like the ad. Like I said that shit, and then I gave like all these prices that are like, uh, "You're a rich bitch in Austin," kind of shit, but it's like less than what I paid in LA ever with yeah. roommates. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, Austin is still pretty expensive, I think. It's expensive for the rest of the country. It's pretty cheap for if you're coming from Los Angeles. So how big is your apartment right now? Huh? How big is your apartment? So right now I'm in a one bedroom. I have granite countertops, washer, dryer, and unit. Oh, my God. That's like a $5,000 to get. I want that job. There's a dog park in the apartment complex just for residents. I think there's technically a fitness center, but I'm not sure if it's open, obviously. Tennis court. Wow. This Uh, awesome thing is sounding more and more appealing. There's tons (laughs) of food around here. Um, I have, obviously, the parking spot and stuff. And including utilities and everything, I'm paying like eleven fifty, whereas in LA I was paying twelve fifteen a month with roommates, no parking spot, no like a bunch of the stuff. What part of the three homeless people attacking you every day? So that is yeah. a bonus. Yeah. That. I like that's what I like about LA. It's gritty. I like the grit. True grit. Oh, trust like the me, there's been tons of homeless people here too. So oh, I'm that's sure. what I'm about. I thought it was a plug. <laughs> yeah, I just want to I've seen about the same amount of homeless encampments and people at corners that than I usually do in LA. Wow, that's surprising. Well, well, they moved from LA. They're they're moving like the homeless people are moving to LA to get better comedy gigs in Austin. Wait, well, that makes no (laughs) sense, Ryan. I'm talking about them being in Austin. It's cold here. That's funny. Yeah, that's why. That's what I mean. They're moving there for to get comedy. (laughs) To go go up at uh, at Gilmore. Honestly, you actually, I have footage of this. A, a homeless woman who was yelling about the unborn uh, went right in front of Patty when he was on, st- or somebody, Sean Riley, I guess. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was pretty fun. Yeah, they had a yeah. good back and forth. Oh, it's Craig Spivak. That was who was on stage. Was that tonight? <laughs> yeah, yep. Her, her name oh, was wow. Sandy. Yeah, it was Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like from Greece. Yeah, she looked exactly like Sandy from Greece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, okay, now we're gonna do a reenactment of Greece. Um, Nick Borsalino is gonna be Danny. Claudia is, is that gonna John be Travolta? Sandy. Which one's yeah, Danny? I think I think what? John Travolta. I'm gonna okay. be. I would even venture to say the court, I'm, I'm like, that the corner like, homeless people who like stand on like the corner of the street when you're stopped at a stoplight and try to like get up all up in your window. Have been. Oh, yeah, no, so, like, clean, they want to clean your windows. 
no, not cleaning it. Well, they just get up all up in your window, like instead of just standing there with a sign, right? And like try to make you feel extra super bad for not giving them something. We're but like not Austin only have there been Ellis. more of them in Los Angeles, but that here than I've seen in Los Angeles. There's there's been slightly less people at the homeless encampments, but a lot more people at the corners. But the thing that I've really seen that they stepped year? up on is that in Los in California, like you only see them inside the city. Mm-hmm. Here it's like fucking. I was taking like random exits at truck stops, and they're mm-hmm. like, I was like, this is a a a, a town of maybe two thousand in the middle of nowhere, and there's like the local homeless guy at the corner doing that thing. Wow. I was like, damn. So oh, are I- the homeless people more aggressive in Austin than LA? Because they're pretty aggressive in LA compared to Florida. Just that they were. Yeah, Ryan, that's... If the you corner one specifically, I haven't been here long enough to know what they're like, like, in general, but, like, I'm just saying specifically, like, the corner ones with the signs you, like, walk up, like, in between traffic, and you're, like, afraid you're going to run them over when the, like, light turns green, and, like, been more aggressive so far. So all the meth yeah. heads uh, from never- LA are, that are homeless are going to Austin. Everybody's going to Austin. And... Um, I know you said that oh, you no, see a I lot of California. Seen very many out-of-state plates here so far. But, I've literally but only stand-up seen... comedians don't really drive. A lot of them right, drive. but like, how many stand-up comedians are here? I haven't seen any LA people I know on the lists yet. And like, mm-hmm. how many can there be? Like, I've I've heard all these people move to Austin. I've I've literally the and I've been driving around a lot. The only two out like of the license plates I've seen have been one New Mexico plate and one Tennessee plate. Uh, well, you yeah, haven't been there. Really and a lot long. of LA comics, they keep their plates from the states they came from. Like sometimes they don't even have uh, California plates ever. Like I didn't get my California plates until I lived here like five years almost. Well, right. Yeah. So then, then the, what is it? The comics that like grew up in Texas and came back to Texas, they barely count then. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if they started in LA, it's kind of like they're kind of like LA comics, I would say. If you li- if you grew up in Texas and you came back to Texas in the pandemic, whether or not you pretend it's for comedy, it's probably because you went to live with your parents again. Like that's oh sure happen. that's what I did. Yeah, but like I'm saying, if they if if they're from Texas and they started comedy in L.A., they're still would be considered an L.A. comic moving to Texas. Right, but I don't consider it like an exodus of L.A. people to Austin, and that's like mostly my point with all this stuff is that like. And I'm fine with it. I'm so happy to be the like kind of first people to like move here because, you know, but, but like, I, I'm just like all these people were trying to make this kid like LA's dying in Austin. Everyone's going to, everyone's moving to Austin. Everyone's moving there. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I, I've yet, like, I'm trying to find them. I'm trying to find I, these people. But I've still definitely yet? seen way more Texas plates in Los Angeles on a daily basis than I've, I, I'm, I still have. Okay. I, I'm I, so The I'm, moment I find one California license plate, I swear I'm going to take a picture because, like, I need <laughs> to find them. So how yeah, many mics have you been to since you've been there? Inside. <laughs> have you uh, been to mics yet out there? I was going to maybe go tonight, but by the time I, like, got into my place and then I was like, Oh, fuck it. I'm just going to move all my stuff. Because there were only two mics that I knew of tonight. And one of them Mm -hmm. started where, like, I would have gotten there hella late. And the other one was, like, a slotted mic that was already full when I checked today. Oh, wow. So they're doing slotted out there, too. 
There was this one, and okay. and it was kind of annoying because like I was like, I don't, it doesn't say when it opens for sign up, and they only had it for today. Like they didn't have like the future days on there, and so I just checked and it was full, and I was like, okay, um, so I guess not tonight. So how long have um, you been there? Two days. I literally got in yesterday evening, and oh. I just stayed in a motel. And I literally, like, I'm just like the last couple of hours. I've been unpacking my car, so that's why I'm like, <laughs> we're talking to the newest Texas resident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who says we don't? Just not Is everything really bigger in Texas, though? Um. Are your boobs bigger since you moved there? <laughs> Unfortunately, not. Um, Why would they be bigger? Yeah. I don't know. So far, I haven't found anything bigger. that's bigger. But granted, I'm also in Austin, not like real Texas. But oh, what I mean, when I was in a not Austin town and I passed through for McDonald's, I got like a way bigger breakfast meal than I normally got in any McDonald's in LA for like half the price. But um otherwise i don't know i mean it, it honestly i've been liking how much austin feels like Los la like there's this traffic feels similar yeah. and the homeless feels similar and the yeah, there's food seems bad traffic like just about as expensive and um, I like how you're naming all the crummy things that you miss from LA. You're like, don't worry, it's still crummy here. <laughs> it's, it's fucking sucks here, yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying. Like, it's still hard to find parking downtown. Like, it's it, but like those are you know, it's endearing. Like, I I, I like those things because it's like I know there's not going to actually be an exodus to Austin, it, yeah. and and the only exodus that will happen is from big cities. Mm. because now, uh, people are like oh don't move to austin it sucks there's like all this traffic here and like blah blah like well it's not as bad as la so <laughs> i'm in <laughs> but like anywhere uh, else i could see are you like oh fuck it like it's not even that cheap and and there's all this traffic and like blah blah you know mm. so a uh, uh, big la versus austin question whataburger versus in and out what do you say oh <laughs> my god Whataburger, i tried it and I wanted to cry. It was so disappointing. Like I, I really? thought at least I thought at least it would be like a fair contest because people talk it up so hard. It's mm-hmm. just like okay. What a burger is just okay. Like bad. It's very similar to Burger King, right? Is it like the same thing as Burger King? No. Right. So no? first of all, In and Out, one of the things that makes their burgers taste so good is I mean it's probably whatever, like that thousand island plus mayonnaise sauce or whatever. Yeah. But as far as I could sauce. tell, the only sauce on the water burger was like mustard. Ooh. And, <laughs> and it had no burger. flavor. Like I literally had to take another granted the fries are better, but I, I I've always said in and out fries suck dick. Why but, do people hate the in and out fries? Yeah. Right. I hate when people try to say it's because they're natural and that's what natural potato. I'm like, bitch, have you ever cooked potatoes by yourself? That's not. (laughs) And that's not (laughs) because they're natural. They're fucking dried out and overcooked. Yeah. Two things, Claudia. Two things. 
I would suck dick for in and out fries. They're that good. Uh, really? I would suck dick for any fries, actually. And, and, and Whataburger, Whataburger, it's not Whataburger. It's Whataburger. What a burger, but like the burger had no flavor. I literally had to take another fry and another sip of my Dr. Pepper because for a second I thought I had COVID and I couldn't taste shit. <laughs> like it had no flavor whatsoever. It's like bread, meat, some sloppily chopped up onions and veggies and mustard, but like it had no flavor. So is it better than McDonald's at least? Oh, um, that's a hard-hitting question right here. Oh, it was just a pause. I, it feels like more real meat than McDonald's, but I don't yeah. know. I still think McDonald's has more flavor. Yeah, McDonald's <laughs> is addictive. I actually went like, to McDonald's. They, like, manufacture some flavor, but like. I don't know. It was like, I, I felt like I was like, you know, like the feeling of biting into a sandwich that's just like two pieces of bread and like ham in between. It's like, yeah. mm-hmm. it just needs a little more something. <laughs> it needs anything more. Like yeah. there's no attempt at flavor. And I was like, yeah, the fries are pretty good. I will say that. But like, it's just like the burger. I was like, I was expecting at least like a, Hmm, which one is better contest? Yeah. You know what is like, good? As soon as I started biting into it, I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> is okay. there like different styles? Because In-N-Out only has cheeseburger, hamburger, double cheeseburger, double hamburger. Like, do they yeah, have... Yeah, so that's the one thing is that like Whataburger is more like, it has more of like what you'd see at McDonald's in terms of like a fuller menu. Like yeah. they had like do a they fish have mozzarella burger and like... Like a bunch of random menu items, but like the burger itself, like. So what? uh, Like. What are there any others on the top of your list, like regional uh, cuisines that you're hoping to try out? Have you had barbecue? Oh, so tomorrow I'm really stoked about. uh, So right, well, I'm actually around a lot of food where I'm living, but there's this barbecue place right next to me. I just wanted to use the bathroom today because I didn't have time. I was going to meet the chick here, but it smelled so good. Oh my god! Just dancing at the menu, like it was like half pound of meat for like eight dollars. Oh my goodness, that sounds amazing. (laughs) But wow, that must be that must be great. Like the the chick I'm subleasing from too confirmed that it it was dank as well so like it's this barbecue place that I'm so excited to try tomorrow Claudia that's amazing uh a a a public bathroom that you can use that's like so different from LA that's 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 all I heard and I was like wow I've I've never had a problem Ryan I think people just say no to you yeah no I think especially now during the pandemic but even like 7-eleven there's no 7-eleven in Los in like California that lets you use a chitter yeah that's true they don't have but the to. thing is that most 7-elevens don't have a bathroom and I'm sorry to break it to you but that's the same here most 7-elevens just don't have a bathroom yeah I every literally every 7-eleven in Florida has a bathroom okay but that's Florida that's a Florida thing. It's a Florida thing. No, but I want to say something about McDonald's. It's not about them not you letting you use the bathroom. It's just McDonald's that several things don't have one. <laughs> they they so just tell a you lot of people no, were, no way. <laughs> a lot of people were disappointed that McDonald's got rid of their all-day breakfast. But I've had breakfast a couple times. Like, the couple times I've been up early enough to eat McDonald's breakfast. 
the last year. Um, <laughs> I had McDonald's breakfast, and it was so fucking good. Really? It's, like, way better quality. It's better quality now because they only cook it. They don't, like, have it sitting around all day, like, when you have it at, like, 11 o'clock at night. It's Those all right, but the one thing that... Overrated. Right. The one <laughs> thing that pisses me off about McDonald's, and it happened again today. I'm not going to lie. I just was too pissed off to even go back to say anything because I'm not going to wait in line just for ketchup. But, like, I... It's been a thing for a long time now that McDonald's never gives you ketchup unless you ask for it. But the thing is, even now, most of the time, I ask for it every single time now, specifically. I'm like, and ketchup. Like, do you want anything else? And ketchup. And they put it on the receipt. They put it on the They never give it to you. You have to ask. Ketchup packets. And only maybe a third of the time they actually give you the ketchup. Yeah, Yeah, I asked for I asked specifically, asked them a second time for like six packets of ketchup. I said, I have six packets of ketchup and two honey mustards. Yeah, they usually only give you one or like yeah, three. They, they, but that's like one thing, but to I, not give me any at all, like, yeah. fuck you. I don't understand no, why they give you one. Have they like never eaten the food that they serve themselves at McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> they, I've never gotten one. Like they one. either give you the ketchup or they don't give you any. Like today, like it was on the receipt, it was on everything thing and like they just didn't they just don't and this has happened so many times at this point I'm just like I almost expect them not to not catch up and I'm like what the fuck and it's it because now it's like across regions right like this has been a thing in California it's happening in Texas like is there some memo that they send out nationwide that's like that's been that way for years though Claudia they never, I don't know. They I only noticed it in like the last year or two. Yeah. Well, uh, how often do you guys go to McDonald's? I, I can't tell you the last time. Maybe years ago. Yeah. I I think Claudia Claudia is is you know hot and she's skinny, but she sounds like she eats even worse than I used to eat before it was on. A I don't eat. I I eat bad when I'm road tripping because what the fuck am yeah. I gonna do? Like, am I gonna fucking set up a hot stove in my car and <laughs> like? <laughs> Like, what do you want me to I, do? I bring a bunch of nuts. Nuts are great for traveling. You don't have to stop. Oh, yeah. You're you know. going to eat nuts for breakfast, lunch, and I've dinner. I've done it. Yeah, I've done days. it. I actually li- I like it. <clears throat> well, okay, that's not any healthier. That's not really any healthier. Okay. He brings Javier's, he brings Javier's nuts with him. When you're you're, you're lacking. Like, <laughs> I'm also I'm eating right now. I'm eating something called Huel, which is a exactly nutritionally complete fuel. You're eating fuel, the big fat oh guy. Like Someone guy. mute Nick because he's boring me so much. He's um, eating fuel. <laughs> the security part that worked for Saul Goodman. <laughs> I, I, I at least want, like, uh, I, I, I'm alive, right? I want to live life. If I'm spending seven hours out of the day driving by myself, like, I, I, I at least want one meal to somewhat taste like food. And like nuts, like uh, fucking, I'll eat healthy. Like I, I have a kitchen now. Like I have plenty of time to eat healthy. But it, I was just curious on a non-road trip basis, like how often everybody eats. Uh, oh, never, fast food. never. The only time I ever eat McDonald's, probably once a month. Even though that. I'm, um, even though I've been mostly following this diet where I just eat like vegetables and veggie burgers and shit. Last yeah. week and a half, I, I once, like once a week or something, I'll fuck up. Because I'll be out all day going to Goodwills, and I went to McDonald's today. I was like, "Nah, I should cook at home." 
and some veggie burgers or something. And then I got McDonald's, but I got I got two double cheeseburgers, and I took off a lot of the cheese, and I and I only used one bun. So I had like four patties with one bun. So are you being vegetarian now, Ryan? Like, is that what you're going with? Because you're getting all no. the morning star stuff. Yeah, I'm eating a lot of vegetarian patties, and and I had a rule that I wouldn't eat dark meat. So I, I guess I fucked up today because I haven't eaten that kind of stuff in uh, in like a week and a half, and I, and I didn't feel that good from it afterwards. Uh, yeah, there's no chance I'm going vegan right now with all this barbecue around me. But... <laughs> oh yeah, barbecue is great. But yeah, like um sugar, I mean the the amount like that I see like my health go down just with sugar and simple carbs consumption. Like I can read all the articles I want about how red meat's supposed to be bad for you, but I just don't feel a difference whereas these other things like sugar and the simple carbs and stuff like I and dairy, like I do feel the difference when I eat them or not. I feel yeah. it. I, 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 I can see what the difference with red meat. And, and the thing is like red meat's one of those things right now that like, there's not really any definitive evidence. It's one of those things like how they used to say eggs used to be bad for you and all this kind of shit. Well, like if you're a lot of red meat, it's supposed to be bad for your heart. I think. Th- that's what I'm saying though. It's supposed to be like, Every, every well, I don't know. five years, they come, just that. how like fat used to be the thing that used to be like, and saturated fat, fat and saturated fat used to be like, oh, that's the worst thing for you. Well, like, well, Nick is uh, Nick studies this shit a lot because he's like a health freak. So, what do you have to say? Well, about I don't want to bore you, so I'll I'll not uh, weigh in on it. Well, it, I'm just saying the research on this stuff changes often and the thing is like i will go with stuff that like research over decades has proven like for example around the time the same well first of all research for decades has proven how bad sugar is for you i'll believe that oh yeah around the same time that we got this research quote unquote that fat is the biggest you know that makes you fat and like blah blah actually was around the same time that one of the bigger researchers about sugar came out with his research but I forget exactly what, but it was either like influence or funding or something that we decided to go with the fat guy, right? And, <laughs> and the sugar guy got ignored. And so then we went through the Even worse whole... than sugar is this uh, high fructose corn, corn syrup. I call it okay. corn. High fructose corn syrup. Corn syrup. <laughs> That's what you buy at Publix, right? You buy a big, a big uh, hey, two-gallon tub. Of... Can I get two gallons of high fructose corn <laughs> syrup? So I can make my own Coke at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's supposed to have killed more one. a lot more people than regular sugar. It's like the they one. only sell it by the two gallon container because one gallon is for queers, and we don't have none of them at Public. They're not welcome <laughs> around, here. around here. We get crush up some meth. We get some high fructose corn syrup. We're gonna get some gas in there. Put a little gasoline and like, Ryan, I'm there. curious. Have you seen too? Because a lot of these studies, what, gets, what? what debunks them in the end is the cause and effect thing. For example, like how they used to say, well, they still do, but like it's starting to move. Like that, like salt, just any salt, sodium is just oh, you need to reduce it. Blah blah. blah. It causes uh, fucking what is it? Heart retain pre- causes you to retain fluid, high blood pressure, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But um fucking what was it It, it's there's been no direct link between consuming sodium and like 
all of that. It's that when you can fucking fuck. I forgot that I have to go back to that research, but it was something that like tends to happen. Like when you're consuming salt, that like, it's not a direct cause. And so like people thought, Oh, sodium causes high blood pressure, but it was really not. You need salt salt for your fucking body to function. But my point is, I'm sure a lot of this, and I'm not saying high fructose corn syrup isn't bad, but what I'm saying is I'm sure a lot of the studies are that because you either eating a healthy life, like healthy diet, or you're eating a lot of sugars and stuff. And the fact of the matter is that most of the sugars in our diet today happen to be like the, the, the ingredients happen to have high fructose corn syrup. So how can we really tell or differentiate between whether it's just the fact they're eating a high sugar diet or whether it's the high fructose corn syrup? How many people do we have that eat a lot of sugars but only eat like pure sugar and like avoid high fructose corn syrup. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard to yeah. disentangle well, the variables. Well, they got the Mountain Dew now with real sugar in it. That's the only kind of Mountain Dew I like. The throwback one? The throwback one. Without I only like my sugar where people, brown people in countries that I can't go to are uh, are making the sugar. I like that where they're a cane <laughs> sugar where we've corrupted their governments. That's the only I, I, like like, I like my people. Why? Well, most of the sugar yeah. in, in the United States comes from, well, there's brown people here, like Mexicans uh, <laughs> from Florida uh, that are making sugar cane. You know, the truth cane. of the matter is? Yeah. Minnesota, actually, I, I believe, produces the most sugar in the form of sugar beets. Really? Oh, but we have sugar cane. It's all over Florida. Right. They, and it's it's a total tomatoes. ecological disaster around Lake Okeechobee. Oh, yeah. They, that's They've why totally the water up. it fucked up all of our waterways and it's like made it toxic like all the <laughs> right port st Lucie, and on my my parents are on the other side of florida and they have these deadly algal blooms where dolphins yeah. and sea turtles and all the fish they they just die and wash we up had on the something beach. called red tide right it was like really bad it happens all the time i mean my parents were complaining about it a few weeks ago i don't know if it's still bad but how is it there in port st Lucie? have you had any recently well, I know they had it at the beach in, uh, a few years back, and like people would jump in the water and they get a bunch of rashes on them. Oh, I haven't been in the beach, beach water in a while. I don't know if it's safe yet. I are you, are you afraid somebody's going to think you're a whale? <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid somebody's going to think I'm a whale. But uh, I'm going to ignore that comment for a second. You're a whale of a good time, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, the governor of Florida was named Rick Scott, and he's this prick that looks like, a, like an actual cobra. He's a person. Kind of like a snake. The snake person, yeah, and he, uh, yeah, look him up, Rick Scott. But they called him Red Tide Rick because he caused the red tide, which is what fucked up all the lakes and oceans and stuff. Red Tide, it sounds like either uh, something about communism or like a biblical thing, nah. yeah, but like we all the, the uh, red tide in all the political attack ads, they said, Don't elect Red Tide Rick. That's pretty funny. Tide Rick, wow, does he also wear a red tie? The Republican? Taida. Yeah, he's very oh, he, he actually he yeah, he was on Twitter today because I guess he was saying that the impeachment trial is a huge waste of time. Which I mean it's not, but it it's also kind of a waste of time because they it's not gonna that. get anything done. They're not gonna impeach him because they're well they're, they're yeah, I kinda think it is. I think it's a waste of time. Well it's probably think, good that I don't think it's a waste of time, actually. I would say <laughs> that it I liked somebody, by the way, I think it's good to bring back old timey words that people don't use often when you have 
a historical event, which is without precedent in American history. No, no time in almost 250 years of our history has anything like this happened. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, we didn't have anybody invade the Capitol during the Civil War. So the point is, um, somebody used the what's uh, the old timey word you said? said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I believe some paragon. This is the the paragon of impeachable behavior, just the way they've laid it out. It's it's very true. He he cultivated this uh, fervor over the last three months, very deliberately, very deliberately. I you know I, I agree. I agree that what he did was bad. I just think I'd rather them work on another stimulus package. Right. Than, you know, well, that's they, well, my that's entire point. Is that we're weeks. still we're doing exactly what he wants. We're still yeah. we're still focusing. talking about him. Congress is completely stalling any talks on actual, um, not even just stimulus, getting the vaccines out faster. Everything right. we're focusing more on. Tri- like I get it. Marjorie Taylor Greene must well, be the Claudia, most annoying and, uh, bitch Nick, on earth to And they already have the they already have the stimulus ready to, to roll out. Right. So There's something the called budget reconciliation, which they're going through now. And frankly, I don't know all the details. If if one of you does, I'd I'd be happy to hear about how it works. Yeah. But the budget reconciliation process is basically saying, Hey Republicans, you're being a bunch of cunts. We're gonna take it away oh, from really? you. You can't yeah, you can't yeah. Uh, stymie us any longer. Yeah, and they're just gonna—they're just gonna pass it, right? I, I, I just unless we like do something actually productive, like get rid of the filibuster. Like I, there's that we're not really getting that much. Oh yeah, like I'm sure it feels good in your heart to like know that like Trump won't get a pension and stuff and just stick it to the man. I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure Marjorie Taylor Greene is fucking so annoying to sit next to at work. But like, it's like really—is that what? what we're focusing all of our energy and they're focusing all of our energy on, and, and, and I feel even more passionate about this, having read Obama's book on, well, I mean, granted, it, it only went through his first term so far because there's going to be a second volume, but like reading about how the shit goes on there, and it's book? only gotten worse since then. And I'm like, this kind of shit, they're not getting anything productive done right now. They're literally, all of it is just like a, Fuck you, Republic. We're we're just gonna try to fuck you guys all over, and we're nothing productive is getting done right now. Uh, you can say that. Is, but what's the better Obama book? Uh, the Obama, the Obaminator, or the Obaminator Two Brockman thing? Which one's better? Um, I like the second one. You like <laughs> Obaminator Two? That's, yeah, that's Brockman Day. Book. I think that's clever. Yeah, Brockman Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like hey, the here, yeah, and then the subtext. I got title some of that. hope for you now, bitch. Here's the <laughs> ahead, change, man. bitch, and then he pulls out a machine gun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go ahead. Bitch. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I just still also too like, you know, I get it. Like some of the most annoying people are the people that say like, oh, they're just distracting you with their like narrative right now. But like, honestly, it's kind of true. Like just the fact that like an election just passed and the amount of attention that was spent on um, state and local legislation that we voted on that you actually have a huge say in that was actually extremely impactful in many states. Like we spent no time on that. And just the fact, like, for example, when people um, are, were like, oh, well, if Biden wins, like, everything's going to be shut down forever. Oh, Trump would have 
I'm like, it literally has no effect on your local what's going on. Trump was in office this entire time when California was shut down and all these states were shut down. Like, it, he doesn't fucking make a difference. And now Biden's in office. Florida still can do whatever the fuck they want. Like, but the president does not decide your state's fucking decisions on this stuff. And, and people were so tricked and so, like, focused on this presidential election. Like, it actually, like, decides any of this shit. And we completely, we're, we're not even paying attention to the shit we actually have impact on that actually, like, you know, mattered in our day-to-day lives. Yeah. Well, the economy, I think, is doing better. Well, it never got that bad after coronavirus started. It's It's been technically increasingly better since it first fell when the fires first got announced like maybe well, a couple just, just by like um if you go by a stock market which i don't think is an oh, no. indicator of the entire economy as a whole but <laughs> stock market is going nuts yeah well yeah. the stock market has been propped up by the fact that well we already were a tech dominant uh, market right and yeah. the thing is, people were like, oh, well, all these industries, but like, fuck all these industries. We, we fucking, the biggest companies are all tech and they still are. And they're only more propped up now because now we see what a world where like you literally rely on tech looks like and tech, tech's been the only thing propping up uh, anything. And so it's not, I don't think it's a bubble. I think it fucking makes sense that tech's propping up the stock market. You know, I wonder if Nick is, Nick Linsmeyer is the guy that, got all these millennials investing in stocks because he's been doing it for like eight years. I haven't heard about a lot of it. I've been doing recently. more like 12 years, but yeah. Yeah. Are you the one who got all these millennials to start investing in stocks? Uh, not stonks. I'm not a stonk guy. I'm a, I, in fact, I just got rid of, I had GE shares, which did so badly over the last 10 years, but like uh, I kind of kept oh it God, as a memento no. to my grandma because my grandma died a few years ago, but she and I would talk yeah. about the stock market. And uh, she had GE for like 80 years because she lived to 95 uh, years old. What, did she not use her three wishes? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, you're thinking of a G&E, not GE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 sorry. But anyway, <laughs> I, don't, here's, a, here's some advice. Don't uh, hold on to stock just because you're sad about your dead grandma. That's some good investing advice. <laughs> yeah, especially, yeah, that's like if you were like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep uh I need to hold on to this Radio Shack stock. I think it's gonna, you know, Grandma used to love Radio Shack. Really gonna cook. My grandma dies. I'm gonna invest in formaldehyde. (laughs) Well, I think it's stupid to invest in any even couple of stocks and just hope it. Like, that literally, like any smart rich investor diversifies their portfolio so hard. I've been saying that this whole time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna invest when my grandma dies. I'm gonna invest in whatever hair gel Tucker Carlson uses. <laughs> and just because it sounded like you were judging me, Claudia, I did. I am overall quite uh, diversified. That was just. One I, small I didn't thing. say any of that. Oh, I, I know it just sounded. I, 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 I never suggested that I thought you only had stock in GE, but. <laughs> so you're diversified. So you you have eaten pussy then. Ah, uh, yeah. I actually, I have. <laughs> I have. Have you really? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, you had a little girlfriend, right? Yeah. I don't you had know. A for how long, Nick? Oh, I I dated some women for a while for a few years. Nice. Oh. 
but it was mainly uh like a christian girl in college and we didn't have sex and like a girl in high school and we didn't have sex so oh no i thought you were you were pounding some tang baby no no i there were the one girl i dated i tried uh like uh, we had sex a couple times but i had to like look in the go to the bathroom and look at gay porn like to have it like really a hard on because like yeah and then i would lose it how Claudia, do you think if Nick went by that he could get a, a bunch of uh, poontang? A bunch of what? A bunch of, uh, <laughs> can, he, can he get laid a lot if he went by? by, by laid with who? Like women? Um, are you asking if women would find Nick attractive? Yeah, not to put you on the uh, spot, yes. Claudia, but that's exactly what he's doing in a very tactless way. Yeah. Yes, I mean... Well, I'm just saying, I'm just thinking they might. I don't know. I don't know if he's like, like, what he gets at, maybe, like, I don't know. My experience just is that, like, oh, fuck, like, I I didn't even realize how many bi guys there were out there, because most of them, I feel like it's harder to come out as a bi guy than even as a gay guy nowadays. Also, I have a theory that women, like, especially in LA, are more attracted to gay men, so that's, like, the other reason I was asking that question. Oh, I mean, if that's not the reason. The only reason I know how many bi guys are out there is because I like threesomes, and that's where they really come out. Nice. Because <laughs> otherwise, you know. I, um, I have threesomes with uh, Nick's girlfriend with uh, Noah and Noah. It's actually kind yeah. of important because Nick Porcelino participates. He stands in the corner. No, I, I go in the closet and peek. Yeah, in the closet. Yeah, I, I hide in the closet like like Junior Soprano after he shot Tony. <laughs> you have Artie Shaw playing Whoa, as well. Spoiler, spoiler <laughs> alert! Spoiler alert! Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, oh, no, Isn't Junior that. Spoiler Soprano alert. like Larry David's dad or something? No. Oh. He, he, there is a scene where he he sees Larry David on the TV screen and he's all, all senile. He thinks it's him. Oh yeah. But I thought yeah. I thought one of the guys in Sopranos plays Larry David's get dad. Or, no, no, that's oh, what's his name? I just Dominic Cianese. That's that's Junior. Right. Yeah. You're, oh, uh, you're thinking of uh, Larry's dad in the show? That's Sidney uh, Berman. Yeah, he's dead. That's Larry. Yeah. Yep. Recently, too. A couple years right? ago. You know who died like tonight? Yeah. Our, 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 we're going to have a guest on the podcast tomorrow. It was going to be Larry Flint. Did you oh, see what happened? No. Oh no! Someone finished the job. Yeah. Have you ever uh, posed for a hustler, Claudia? Jelly Berman. <laughs> I'm looking for Larry. You Dan. mean that magazine where you have to like hustle a bajillion of your friends to vote for you to be on the magazine? No, that's it's a it's a porn magazine that features a lot of Bush. Well, it's right, very, but I'm pretty sure that's the one magazine. where. Yeah. You, it's different from Playboy because it actually shows a lot of vagina. Right, but I, I'm pretty sure the only way you get on it is by like having a bunch of people vote for you to be like the hustler person. Oh, that Maxon? Am I mixing up with Maxon? No, I think I think you're right. It is hustler because Maxon doesn't right, have nudity. That, that, that is probably fairly new. Before you just I had think to it's like both. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, before you just had to be like a big hoe and and, and just look good. But now I think there's a contest involved. I don't know. I, no, I'm, 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 I'm kind of like a futurist. Um, Nick Linsmeyer sent me a picture of this guy that's a futurist. Oh, yeah. um, he has like crazy hair like mine. And yeah. um, 
I don't uh I don't read newspaper. I don't <laughs> I don't subscribe to uh porn magazines. I get it free on the internet. I don't know if anybody knows about that. So Wait, what? I'm familiar with the new hustler uh <laughs> I have a girlfriend of 10 years. I didn't know that's how that works. I don't watch porn. <laughs> you didn't know there's free sex on the internet? There's free sex on the internet? Hey, guys. I think Nick is going to be uh, absent for a couple of months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard about the hot singles near you. Wait, that's, like that, that's like that episode of uh, Family Guy where Quagmire didn't know there was porn on the internet. And then he like went in his house for two months and his arm is like like just like the rest of his body is still skinny, but his arm is like, like all yeah. jack, like a steroid guy. This this Franz Kafka, he, he looks like um, you remember in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, they had the the Oompa Loompas there with, where they weren't orange. It was just like a person that they made look little. That's what he kind of looks like to me. Oh, you're talking about. Uh, so there's a tweet from somebody named Franz Kafka, which with a funny spelling, but the guy's David Shingi Shing. Oh, he was paid millions of dollars by AOL uh, until recently, till 2019, as a futurist, and he's basically just he kind of looks like Jared Levin, I think, more than Ryan the Cable Viewer. Yeah, he does look like Jared Levin. <laughs> I yeah. thought you were talking about Franz Kafka from the Metamorphosis. Is he a futurist? Uh, dude, I got paid by AOL. To surf. <laughs> wow, he was he worked there for twelve years doing uh, probably nothing. I mean, AOL as a company is just a joke. I got I mean, stock bought... in AOL. So... No, really? <laughs> no. Okay. No, no. They were bought. I should somebody. I should buy some AOL stock. They were probably no, they they, they were bought by stuff. Verizon, I guess, like a few years ago. Oh, really? Five years ago, yeah. But it's yeah, shocking they don't, they I'm looking at AOL on on my TD and I don't see it. Yeah, I think. I think but you can still it. buy Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Really? Oh yeah, they were driving that up. Did you buy any Tootsie Roll? Ryan? Yeah, but I can't find it on the search now. I used to be able to find Blockbuster on the search. I think they took it off because they made it go up like six hundred percent. Did the last you... Blockbuster close? Yep. Hey. No, I don't know. There's a they made a documentary about the last one. One of the yeah, last ones closed in in Fort Pierce near my house in Florida. It was open until a few years ago. Really? Yeah, like I don't know Did how you many years it was open like over like over two years after most of them closed. Mm. I had Hollywood video. That's where we went. Oh yeah, we had that too in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, that must have been. We had that here too. Oh, really? Hollywood video was like, yeah, they had more. Uh, I think they had more quality videos, but they didn't have as many videos or something. I liked all their facades. They had like the, the Hollywood mountains and the sign. Right. Yeah, yeah. I like. Cool. I always wanted to sneak behind the curtain where they had the porn videos, but I never got the balls to do it because I was only like twelve. I, I never had porn videos in my uh, video rental places i know i remember going to some of them where they had a curtain with like softcore porn does anybody remember that no i, I have a question for claudia because i if i remember correctly your dad was in the navy or maybe is still and you moved around a lot as a kid is that right in the army yeah. the army okay did now I, obviously you probably have different uh aspects of your childhood in different cities you picked up but what in what uh place did you lose your virginity 
Ooh, interesting question. But I feel like that's a formative experience, obviously. I lost, I didn't lose it till I was, well, I mean, I gave my first blowjob when I was like 14, but I, I didn't lose my virginity until I was like 17. And honestly, at that point, and I feel bad saying this because like the guy I lost it to is a nice guy. And he's like this guy I dated for like a lot of most of senior year. But I, I totally just wanted to get it out of the way. So I wasn't a virgin going into college. Yeah. And I was yeah. a virgin through college until uh, 23 years old. Yeah. I got laid my first, my first year of college. <laughs> quite a few times in college. And then... Um, not that many times after college, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, that's a shock. Who, who would yeah. have guessed? Yeah. Very interesting. I, yeah. So yeah. you didn't answer the question, Claudia. So I lost it. Freaking, I had this oh, boyfriend in high school. And so it was in Fresno. But okay. I had this boyfriend who, like, was, like, quote, unquote, like, kind. He wasn't that rich. He was, like, Fresno, like, better off. And where did we do it? It was like his parents' like lake house. Uh, oh, did wow. you? You said Fresno, like- so did you run into him in Austin? Was he one of the guys in the street? What? <laughs> I what's it like living in Fresno? Isn't that like that's like the Detroit of California? I heard everybody in Fresno is on meth. That's what the the um, stereotype is. That's um, well, like half of them. You know, it's not, and, not and there was a couple people at my um when I was at sober living that went through the houses and stuff that were from Fresno and that and they went to Fresno right. to do a lot of math. Yeah, the only time I've ever seen anyone, well, okay, I, I guess I technically saw it once or twice in LA, but like literally once or twice. But the only times I ever saw people like casually doing math was in, in Fresno. Yeah, well, they do it in LA, they're definitely casually doing it. They do LA. it in LA, but like. I mean, they're definitely on it. They might not be doing it on the street as much, but they're doing it in their tent, and they're doing it a lot. Right, I but it's not going to be like your best crack. friend doing it, right? Like, it... Yeah, um, so many people on meth. Um, one of my friend's sisters is on meth. Right, Did you meth is such a West Coast thing. Granted, like, I guess it's like, because, like, on the East Coast, it's more of a heroin thing, right? Um, we had a heroin problem in our high school, I'm pretty sure. Oh, did you do in California? No, in Illinois. Oh, I was going to say, because, like, I honestly, like, heroin was never really a thing in California. Yeah, yeah, you really don't hear too much, but besides, like, like tons like, of meth, like, not really heroin, <laughs> and on the East Coast, like, about, like, as far as meth, like, the meth culture really goes is maybe, like, the Deep South, but, like, uh... I never really hear of like meth problems on the East Coast. It's all heroin there. And then oh, yeah, you know what? West Coast, there's not really heroin as much. Maybe like maybe when you get like to Seattle and shit, but like there's not really a, a heroin problem. And there's just tons of meth. So where yeah, else did, I did you realize that, like growing up? He's not gonna care if I say this. Um uh Jordan Weir uh, just moved back to Michigan. Oh, he did. Yeah, are he in, uh, are, are, are he? Oh, because his sister was on meth, I guess, and they and she had a kid, and then like he has to help raise his niece now. Because that's like, the, the side sister... effect of meth. Well, yeah, because the sister, like, well, they take away your kid if you do too much meth while you're pregnant or something. Oh, really? 
Are yeah, he so and Erickson like, going to raise the baby together? Well, he said he's going to hang out. That, God funny, have but. mercy on that kid. <laughs> that would be a great show. That kid is going to be like all about crypto his whole life. Oh, he's going to be the most annoying child ever. <laughs> yeah, but Jordy Lear, like I talked to him today, and he was like, he sounded like way more uh, like what is it? What's the word? Like grounded than he was like when he was in L.A. What did like, he do? You know, get in trouble? No, he just has to go. He had to go home and like help raise his niece, new niece Michigan, or whatever. And Michigan he's York is different. He's not. So he has to be responsible now. So I guess he's not getting fucked up all the time like he was in LA. Oh, I hate when I hear that. Well, how long has he been doing that? Though? I think like a, a couple weeks. I don't know. Right. What I've seen is like a lot. I've seen this a lot, especially in meth country, where it's like people like suddenly like, no, nah, I need to be like real and like responsible now, and like blah blah. blah. And then, and then I don't like, think oh, Jordan did. I don't <laughs> think Jordan did meth. He just like drank way too much and smoked way too much weed. We'll but, see. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. I, I, I'm rooting for the best for the guy. You know, I don't really know him, but I'm rooting for the best. I'm just. Yeah, he's, he's, I've heard this good, story good so people. many times, and, and it's not, and I'm, and I'm not just saying from like the users, right? <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes you get well, fed up with being around all the, and you're like, really? Am I going to really try to wrangle all these math heads? Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Nick uh, Linsmeyer, have you ever tried math? No, I've done, you know what I, I've been doing the last couple mornings, and I, what, I'm poppers? avoiding taking a stimulus no i've never done amyl nitrate <laughs> i have been taking a, a cold four and a half minute shower as cold as Ooh. it gets uh right when i wake up and it's wonderful i've done uh, that it's supposed to be really good for you how yeah. long do you do four and a half minutes oh that's because a long time the reason that it's good for you how, how time <laughs> good for you because of the fact that we are in a society where well it used to be you you were surviving and your stress hormones and all that kind of crap would come out when you were getting chased mm -hmm. when you were in danger like blah, blah blah and now we're just stressed about random things that have no definite end and we're just stressed all the time and the thing about being put into the shock of like really cold temperature specifically is like one of the best ways to do it for a few like a, a while like that is that it completely maxes out your like your stress response like you would be if you were like actually like you know surviving uh in in you know whatever or like running from someone and then there's a definite end and you kind of like reset that response and it's supposed to be extremely good for you like a lot of top athletes and top like you know douchey silicon valley people <laughs> who hack life and shit do that yeah well you know it does a lot of things as well i mean i think yeah uh, i'm sure there's you've read research it sounds like i've read about the research where you know it just reduces inflammation like i can feel uh the effects right. of a car accident i was in a couple of years ago somebody ran into me and it it seems oh, the cold showers yeah right. yeah but it, the, that's related the to the reason that i presented too with, yeah and, and and totally like the Tom Brady bit is is kind of old, but I heard Tom Brady's off that diet now. Oh, okay. Tom Brady's um, on a diet where he can't eat. Wait, uh, Nick Lindsmeyer, because mm -hmm. you seem really. In Have you ever read the book? Fucking own the day, own your life. I have not. 
you should because well I like I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff in there that you're like oh I've heard this before but either like you'll hear some new stuff or it's like the thing is like it literally goes through your day from morning to end and it like gives so many specific suggestions like things like that like suggestions on how to like optimize everything like the the cold shower and crap mm-hmm. and the research behind it was like one of the many things that was in there i think you would nice. if you like that kind of shit i think you'd really enjoy that i know in the 50s everybody it. used to say if you get horny to take a cold shower i didn't really i still don't understand that can you explain that to me nick uh sure <laughs> well when when your dick freezes up and you, you know it gets all small and your balls shrivel up. Uh, you don't feel very horny. You feel you're, you're, you're sort of uh, in a heightened state of, I guess, uh, alertness, but not in that way. I, it just, I guess it's not a parasympathetic, sympathetic nervous system difference. Yeah. Uh, I always heard the, the baseball thing. Before, Think about before baseball. Before we get to the, the final segment, which we're about to get to, um, I saw a really good movie last night. What Hard eight. Hard Eight by Paul Thomas Anderson. You all ever seen it? It's on Amazon Prime. It's on my queue. Very good. Yeah, and there's a part about... It's about, a, um, you know, that guy that plays a library cop. What's his name? Paul Blart? No, no, not Paul. Library cop on Seinfeld. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the old guy. He's in all... I I don't know why I have a strong link with his name. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, guy, he's Don, in he's in Boogie Nights. He's Philip in Baker, Seinfeld. Yeah, Phil, yeah Phil, and he's yeah. in uh, Magnolia. Philip Baker Hall. Yeah, right. it's him. Yeah. He teaches this guy how to become a professional gambler, who's John C. Riley, and then Gwyneth Paltrow plays a hooker. But he teaches like when he in the beginning of the movie when he's teaching him all these lessons about how to gamble. I was like taking notes, and I was like, I better, I might go to the casino tonight, but. I don't know if I'm I'm I I can't go to the casino until my dad puts air in my tires because I don't I I'm kind of retarded I don't I don't really know how to put air in kind of yeah <laughs> good story you need um, a big strong man to help you yeah. no I, I just like he has like... a machine because my my tire pressure is always low and I I just don't know which you can tire just go to the low. gas station oh, and the tire pressure machine yeah you've never done that I before, go to the right? dealership I use it yeah I gotta learn how to do it <laughs> oh my god I, 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 I would use I usually just go when I get the low tire pressure I've done it I've done it before but it's been a while but I recently had like this is like so exotic right or had my dad do hey, it Ryan. Uh, maybe your tire pressure won't be so low if you lose some weight. So, uh, hey. Hey. I'll, I'll have you know that I've lost about seven pounds. It was ten, but I ate McDonald's. Yay. Yeah. Um, why are you rooting for me to fail? No, I want you to lose weight. Well, I mean, it's a win-win either way because I, I get a healthy friend. Also, love for you to be self-sufficient and learn how to use like the normal thingy at the gas station. Granted, I don't know what it's called. It's the thingy at the gas station where you get your tires. It compressed yeah, air, air, air pressure, air thing. I know how to do it. I'm, I, I guess I'm just making my dad do it some lady or something. Um, no, there you know we what? go. We there shouldn't we teach go. him to do this because then he's going to go to the casino and gamble. So it's actually good that he doesn't know how. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Here we go. The final segment. 
Now it's getting now it's like you're getting into sports. Oh, like, was I? You were doing. Bum, 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 bum. Hey, are you oh, ready man. for some segment? Are you ready for some segment? <laughs> Kenny Loggins. Claudia, are you familiar with the final segment? I'm not enlighten me. Oh, I, I wonder one day if we'll get somebody that actually knows what the final segment is. That'll be crazy. I doubt it. I told Noah about the final segment before we did it. But he still didn't know about it. <laughs> yeah. I think we're like, oh, for like 30 almost. Yeah, um, <laughs> we are. Um, okay. The final segment is where the guest, you, has a question, asks a question for all three of us hosts. And we have to answer the same question. The same question for yeah. all three of you. Yeah, and sometimes yeah, I wish I could prepare for this final segment, motherfucker. You just bring up um, serious question, uh, funny section question. It doesn't matter. Hmm. All right. Mm. Fucking, we're we're not gonna get too deep tonight. What <laughs> is the Worst customer experience that you've ever had. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, you mean like working in retail or whatever? Well, either working, but I I, I had in mind like you as a customer. Like, what's the shittiest service oh. you ever? Oh, okay. That we've gotten. I have one that really stands out uh, from back when I was still in high school. I went on a camping trip with some kids from my high school and a couple of teachers. It was called Odyssey. And we went to the uh, Utah Canyon, <clears throat> pardon me, Canyonlands. And we were flying back from uh, originally from Moab. All right. No, I guess we, we drove to Grand Junction or whatever the fuck. I think yeah, it was Grand Junction, Colorado, then to Denver, then to Minneapolis. We had, I believe, three or four flight cancellations. Uh, and we like had to stay overnight. And they were just like, they wouldn't be direct with us and tell us, oh, yeah, your flight's going to get canceled. They would have us wait an hour, then another hour, then another hour, then another. And then we were at the airport for hours, you know, before they would be direct and say, okay, the flight's canceled. Mm. So it was like the most tantric oh. airport experience ever. So how, how long grand total was, were you in the airport from getting in the airport to getting to your place? Your uh, destination? I mean, it, it added another day or two to our travel. So I, I can't remember. Oh, really? I kind of, yeah, I, I don't uh, think about that memory often, but like it just stood out to me as the worst customer service experience because uh, everybody was just, I think everybody there was like, oh, I'll never fly United again. And then, you know, it's easy as a consumer to forget about it when they're the cheaper alternative sometimes. But yeah, oh, uh, I'd say my worst was uh, I was actually driving to LA. I was moving out here and in Arizona, like I think it was like a Native American reservation because it seemed like everybody in there was, they looked native and like it was a McDonald's and we went in and there's like mangy dogs in the, in the parking lot. And it was like the worst McDonald's I ever went to. Like the chicken nuggets, you could bang them on the table and they were like rocks. And there was like pus coming out of one of them. And what? like the people were like staring at us Ugh. the whole time. Wait, were, like, pus huh? coming out of McNuggets? Yeah, it was like, it looked like the McNugget, it was cooked too long. So part of the like juices in the middle of the chicken, like leaked to the outside. Uh, and it looked like pus. <laughs> I've never heard of that uh, before. 
Yeah, it was it was so was, weird. Did they just disgusting. did they just take their pubes? Was it was there like pubes on the McDoubles instead of lettuce or something? I think they they saw a couple white men coming into their their establishment and just gave us all the shit like that was on the ground. <laughs> oh, they said the white man were they Native American? Yeah, I think I think they were all native. They definitely yeah, probably native. Let's give white. Let's give the white man our bad nuggets. <laughs> yeah, they took Bradley our land and give him shitty nuggets. Yeah, they, yeah, that's why they took, they took all my money at the casino. But they deserve it because we took their land. And I'm part Native American anyway, so I, like yeah. <laughs> I believe that more. I, like I wasn't convinced that every McDonald's ever wasn't just trying to ruin everyone's lives. <laughs> yeah. Good to see that. <laughs> all right, Ryan. What's McDonald's your list? Said- McDonald's has killed more people than Hitler. Yeah, no. Hitler and Stalin. Probably, right? Like fast food yeah. in general? I don't know. But it's That's also yeah. paid jobs, so is it really that bad? It's a paid job? And that was, yeah. That, you, know, so you know, McDonald's has been like the one job that I would hate to do the most I, that I would never do my whole life. I never even considered working there. Just what? working fast. It's really not know, that bad. Working fast food, because first of all, I don't, when I work, if I haven't worked for anybody in years and years, but I used to when I was younger and um, I would like to like a slow paced job. I didn't like a fast paced job, like where you're constantly like cooking fries and burgers for people and they don't pay you much. Just sounds shitty. Um, it's very mindless. It's just, you do the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And I, I figure I would be bad at it too. Yeah. I used to, you don't I even used have to... that many consequences if you fuck up bad. Like yeah. actually, it's like the thing. Like if a small business it fucks up a an order, it's like a huge deal. If McDonald's fucks up an order, it's not really that big of a deal. That was like one of the best Chappelle Chappelle sh- uh, sketches when he did Whack Arnold's. He's like Calvin got yeah. a job, and and they're like the, <laughs> the, the McDonald's commercial made it look like he, he like it's rising up in the community and like. Like, it's the greatest thing that he got a job at McDonald's, that, that old McDonald's commercial. And, like, yeah, just, like, everything went to shit after he got a job at Whack Arnold's. It's really funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I was pirating the Chappelle show before it was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a there's a thin line between fries and shakes. <laughs> okay. So, Ryan, what's uh, your worst customer service? Okay. Um, well, I couldn't think of it. And then Nick was talking about the airline. There was one time where I, I, I went across country, which is all the way from uh, St. Louis. Um, this is when my dad was doing uh, travel nursing for a couple of years because he because he drank, he was drinking too much, so he got fired in Florida. So he had a travel nurse for a couple of years. So I went and visited no, visited I was on a traveling nurse. Yeah, so those those like in two thousand tens. So yeah, I would go visit and like drink a lot of liquor and stuff and go see different places. It was kind of fun, but uh, I was taking a Greyhound bus home from St. Louis because I couldn't afford a flight, and so it was like a twenty-six hour drive. Shit. Yeah, and it turned out to be like twenty-six plus six, so like thirty-four hours, because um, we stopped at Atlanta and there was like a a big delay. There was something wrong with the bus that they were supposed to to get us. Like there was a, a bus issue. So we had to wait an extra eight hours at the Atlanta Greyhound bus station. Oh, probably, probably Atlanta, a nice area, right? 
the the Atlanta Greyhound bus station is the is the most ghetto place I've ever been to in my life. I was about to say that sounds yeah. awful. It is ten times. You know, it was so crazy, and I was drunk, kind of. So I went across the street to get like a, um, to get a beer, which was pretty crazy to even get go outside of there because it was so like, you know, there's like a lot of uh, like gang activity and stuff around there. And, uh, like, as I crossed the street, uh, like, four people tried to sell me, like, coke and, and crack and drugs and stuff. And uh, this black homeless guy chased me around and stuff, called me Fat Boy, started chasing me. It was scary. Was it me? <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I think it was you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I got, like, this this uh, Colt 45 and I'm drinking the bathroom. But, yeah, and it was just totally packed with, like, you know, tourists that greyhounds and stuff, and uh, people were like sleeping on the floor. It was just really, it was a really like shitty. Ex- I actually like kind of felt like a little bit, and it was just just like really shitty. We felt what a little so, bit was a good time. I was a little scared because it was like the most ghetto place in the world. Okay, that's not really yeah. customer service though. <laughs> well, I mean the the bus broke down for eight hours. So oh. in the, in the, I guess training in the worst place to be. Like if I, I think if I spent like two days there, I'd probably get killed or something or robbed or less. Um, Ryan, you're so white. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, that's like the epicenter of the hood. That Atlanta Greyhound bus station area. Yeah, I could imagine. Mm-hmm. I remember in Chicago, like one of the, one of the most, in like not bad stations was actually the worst one <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was like yeah it's weird yeah greyhound stations are pretty crazy because they know you got a lot of money on you because you, you're traveling so usually you travel with like some cash right. oh yeah no yeah. any travel station and this has nothing to do with being in the hood really like especially like internationally and stuff like you're gonna get like that that's where you need to watch out mm-hmm yeah, like when Clark Griswold got his camera stolen, and then, and the um, he had that porn video of of his yeah. wife that got released in European Vacation. I remember that. Yep, and it, she went ba ba da ba ba da ba. Hey, big spender. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's a great. I love the 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 vacation movies. You know, it's, it's such a like um. Chevy Chase is one of the best comedic actors of all time. Like his movies are so great, but he's apparently like a huge asshole. Never. Well, the weird thing about Chevy Chase is what movie he's vacation. What other movies is he in? That's great. I don't Caddy like Caddyshack. I don't like it. Oh. Well, Fly, I, I like Dangerfield. Like Dangerfield and Caddyshack is awesome. Uh, Fletch is good. Spies like us. Spies like good. us is okay. Three Amigos is okay. Fletch. <laughs> All the that. all the vacation movies. There's like six of them. Most of them are pretty good. Well, he's only in four, and the yeah, first one. That's sucks. four movies. That's a lot of movies. Well, I like Vegas Vacation. Because you're a big Randy Quaid fan. They call me Papa Giorgio when I go to the casino. The only thing I like about Vegas Vacation is uh, when they go to that like off the strip uh, casino, and they're like they're betting on on uh, uh, war. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Right. Oh, I didn't see that, but they had like the key, the Kino guy that has a heart attack and dies. With, yeah, you know. Yeah, it was an interesting movie. 
I'm a big Randy Quaid fan. I like his politics. Always have. <laughs> like his um, opinion. Yeah. Um, so, Claudia, what is your uh, what is your um, worst customer service experience? Worst customer service experience. I feel in my heart that I like. I'm just. I think I suppressed a lot of the worst ones, but this is one of the most recent. Um, I was um, actually for a friend's comedy thing or whatever. I I randomly was staying in this middle of nowhere former like you know fundamentalist Mormon town in Utah, and I had to check into this hotel. I get there, like, okay, classic, like, not wearing the mask and stuff. That's, like, least of the, the problem. Like, I'm, I'm checking in, and she's suddenly, like, oh, yeah, you're in room. Oh, wait, I can't find the key for this room. Oh, no, they must have taken the key. Um, Here, oh, that's so, oh, I hate when people do that. Here, I'll take the housekeeper's key. Let me show you around. We'll take you there. Don't lose this key. Like, it's the only one we have. Oh, my like, God. And, um. So that's the Madonna special. I'll take you there. Right. So she takes me uh, all the way through to the room. And uh, I can't, already- not, like, before she opens the room, too, she takes, like, a deep breath. Like, she's half expecting someone to be in there. And she opens it. <laughs> And she she takes a deep sigh of relief. She's like, oh, yeah, no, no. Okay, it's all made up and, like, blah, blah, blah. And she hands you the key. And she's like, okay, now, like, here you go, whatever. And so she leaves. And I get in there. Like, I put my stuff down. Uh, then I open the closet. Someone's shit's definitely in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone's shit's definitely wow. uh, uh. and 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 I leave and I was like I'm fucking gonna get food and I stop and the thing I'm like someone's stuff is in there she's like oh no they must have left their stuff I'm like yeah whatever um figure it out and <laughs> I I go briefly and I get a call from her and she's like oh hi so actually, yeah, you're not in room eight. You're in room eighteen. There is someone oh in God. room eight. <laughs> I thought it was. You I didn't leave was... anything in there, did you? <laughs> did you like so the guy? The guy wasn't there when you were there. He was like out. No, of course not. Or else that's the first thing we both would have noticed when we opened the door. But um, yeah, yeah I gave me a different room when I came back. But I just, I, I mean, this was like I said, this was like a small ass town, and I think this, must have, this sounded like the daughter of someone who, oh, like the very adult daughter of someone mm. who owned the property, maybe, and just lived in this tiny house, nothing town, her whole life. Yeah. Like, this is a town where the only places to eat that had food, I mean, were one subway and a place that sold, which actually I like almost got caught in this. Like, it was a quote unquote pizza place, but they only served pre assembled pizzas that you had to take home to cook in your own oven. 
Oh, oh this chick was this chick was probably snorting a bunch of oxy She probably didn't know what was. Oh going yeah, on. no, for sure. Yeah. I mean, this is also the same town that, like, later when I was at this show, like, not only were they all triggered as fuck. I, I mean, I was mostly wearing the mask at that point to piss, piss them all off. I, I oh, said yeah. that in front of the bartender at one point. He did a, like a double take back at me. Wait, like, wait what state was this? What state was this? Utah. Utah. But oh, some guy literally tried to pull down my mask. Like, there's one thing. It's one That's thing insane. to be like, I'm not wearing a mask. It's another thing to be like, oh, why the fuck are you wearing a mask? Blah, blah, blah. Be triggered like that because a lot of people are, which is hilarious to me. But I don't, I, it's this whole so other like level to try are. to pull down my mask. That's that's like a whole other level. That's wow. crazy. You know, you know what the worst place, though, in the world is? A smoking room at a motel. I'm a huge heavy smoker, but the worst place to be in the world. It's like the most disgusting smelling place <laughs> in the world. A smoking room at a motel. Have you guys yeah. ever seen that one? I have. They're nasty, awful. Nasty, right? They're, yeah. they're really nasty. It just Claudia, when like you started the story, if that was happening to me, I would think that it was some weird Mormon cult and they were taking sacrifices and forgot to clean out like the room or something weird, you know? Dude, I know. And it's under like, like a it, twilight It's zone. like the one of the only places, because like, the lodge where all the actual comedians are like I just was too late to get that like this was one of this is like I think uh I don't know if any of you know Val Darrow because she does them usually in St. George but uh this is like she did this was her first attempt at doing not attempt it, it went great but like in a, in a town that like literally this was their first comedy show ever in the whole town like mm-hmm. I took a couple dirt roads to get to this lodge the mayor came um, yeah, the only um, the only good episode I ever saw of Married with Children was when they were they what? went to a floor. They, oh. they, this well, this ties into everything. Okay, they go to a, they go to a floor. They go, they visit Florida and they go to this motel where everybody, like all the people that run the hotel, are like serial killers. It's a pretty funny episode. It's, it's like funny. a two parter. Yeah, have yeah. you seen that one? No, no. I honestly, okay. I don't think I've ever seen a full episode of Married with Children. I've seen it. I, I used to watch it when I was a children. child. Are you fucking kidding me? That show is so gold. I watched it when I was very young because it was on when I was very young. Yeah, um, there'd always be reruns. So that's why it's like, it's not one of those shows I've ever watched from beginning to end because like yeah. I would only ever catch it on TV, but it's so fucking funny. Yeah, it was like, on like 1992 when I was like a little child. And I remember watching it. I used to like the theme song though. I didn't really get the show. All right. Like, what's the theme song again? It's like... Frank Sinatra singing marriage, love and marriage. Go together like a horse and carriage. This I tell you. I tell you, brother. It's time for plugs, my brother and sister. It's time for plugs. Time for plugs. It's really the final segment. The last one was a lie. This is the final segment. Plugs this is the JFK segment. Plugs in the marriage. Plug my butt and get me in a carriage. What is your project? What's your Instagram and podcast? All right, that was better than the last that was one. Ba- that was a good one. That was the best one so far. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's easier to, to do a parody song when you use another song. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's yeah. Weird Al, nothing better to do on Instagram. At Ryan, the cable viewer. Venmo at Ryan the Cable Viewer. I know you're not going to send me money, but maybe one day this show will get popular and I'll get a $5 bill from somebody. At and then Ryan what, the Cable Viewer, Venmo. 
I got five dollars from Mario one episode. Really? Yeah. Remember when we had to guess the the year on his money? He sent me five dollars after that episode. Oh yeah, because we had a bet. We should do more gambling during the show. I agree. (laughs) Lynn's Meyer. I'm going to plug the show notes as always. Claudia, what do you got to plug? Any shows or podcasts or name or uh, Instagrams or anything? Oh, would I like to share my shit? Yeah. What do you want to plug? Um, my everything is Claudia Monica K. That's Claudia Monica, then the letter K. Not to be confused with Claudia Monica, because that's how people want to say my username a lot. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on stereo. Uh, I'm on Clubhouse. Um, what? Ooh, we should have talked ooh. about that. I can't believe it. you got on Clubhouse. It's crazy. I've been on That's Clubhouse like, for a while. I, I, they're super. They're super exclusive. Well, yeah, and I have some invites of anyone, whatever. But um, yeah, let me let me know. About that, we'll talk about. I don't know about you, Ryan, but the Knicks are invited. Ah. (laughs) Are you guys on Clubhouse yet? No, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I I know what it is. Totally do it because I mean, in general, and that's like, for example, like they've gotten a bunch of big, like that's where Elon Musk actually last did his update on Dogecoin and stuff. But like, um, there's a ton of like really cool rooms that you can listen to or also take part, like. This is how it like there's going to be bigger rooms where there's thousands of people listening and there's going to be big names talking right and it's kind of like you know whatever yeah, really really smaller sure. rooms where it's really good to get networking and you'll be next to and talking to people you would never get a chance to talk to in real life and like for stand-up like there'll be bigger comedians doing rooms about like oh the future of comedy what's going on and like you might get their and attention like, or the, then there'll be it. smaller rooms that are like dope. Tim and there'll be smaller that. rooms where you can oh, like workshop jokes or like just network and stuff but uh i every day like i get like i'm oh i'm into stereo and stuff and i, I like that's still my main thing but like every day i see more and more people i know from like former jobs from because it's not just for it's for everything like a bunch of entrepreneurs and stuff are on there too and people are talking like investment advice and stuff and all that bullshit but um it's it's blowing up so um if you guys are not on it yet like i have i think about exactly three invites left so wow oh we got three hosts we we can promote our show on clubhouse (laughs) you could no seriously you could oh my god that would be so awesome claudia because clubhouse is like the coolest thing in the world you can't if if i invite you you can't embarrass me because the thing is like it shows i would mostly invite you I it shows on your profile who invited you to Clubhouse, and if oh. you get blocked by people or banned, it's gonna fuck me up. So yeah, I won't embarrass. I won't even talk. I just want to see what's going on in there. That's oh, then the yeah, idea. totally. There's tons of shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. Hell yeah! This was the best episode ever. We got a Clubhouse invite. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's the reason. Not because yeah, I, the whole I, I reason. gave inside or I was a good guest. Oh, fuck yeah. I got, I, I got an invite to a club. So, well, you were also a, a great guest and definitely our most talkative guest. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Fuck. My bad. Yeah. No, in a good way. No, no it's good. <laughs> you, had, you had a lot of great stuff to say. And um, thanks for coming on, Claudia. Thank you, Claudia. 
Yes. Good night, you guys. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.